Hello, ladies, and welcome to the first ever Kitchen Conversations podcast. We welcome you with a lot of excitement and a surprise. We have with us today, Michelle Dillard, BCC Women's Ministry Director. Welcome, Michelle. Hello, Tanya. This <laughs> is so you? much fun. I, I love my time with you. <laughs> well, uh, we uh, praise God for uh, her willingness to step forward and be the first on stage <laughs> with this new development and opportunity. Um, the uh, Women's Ministry Kitchen Conversations podcast is here to hear your story um, and how God is integral to your story. Because after all, all, we all have stories, but technically speaking, our story is God's story. And we love to hear God's stories. They're so exciting and interesting. And we have with us today, Michelle Dillard, who's gonna share with us her God story. And we all have so many. And so I'm sure it was so difficult for her to pick one. But Michelle, um, tell us your story. Tell us um, how God's fingerprint, how you see God's fingerprint on your life. So I grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania in the middle of nowhere. So our driveway <laughs> was probably a quarter mile long, you know just on my uncle's farm so as oh, a kid we could run and play you're a farm girl i am yes oh, absolutely really I didn't know that See? very small town pennsylvania very <laughs> rural <laughs> so um but as a kid i i grew up catholic my parents were catholic and we always went to 12 years of catholic school mm -hmm. and I would pray all the time. I remember laying in my bed at night just praying and, and praying the prayers that I was taught and just saying them over and over. And um, I, I used to, if my bus ever arrived to school early, I would sneak into the church and just kind of sit in the back and, oh, so you know, cute. just listen to the mass that was going on. But um, I remember when I went away to college, as time kicked on, you know, I made choices that just were definitely not honoring to God. and. I kind of grew up believing that if you were good, you went to heaven, and if you were bad, you went to hell. Mm. And so I pretty much wrote my life off. As, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's I'm not it. going to heaven, so. Uh... <laughs> Missed the train to heaven. Oh, my. Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, it was probably my last semester in college. Mm. I, was, uh, I went and studied abroad in Europe, and so I was in Rome, and because I grew up Catholic, I felt like you had to go to confession to confess your sin. <laughs> and so so I finally got up the courage to go to the confessional and confess. In you know, Rome. In Rome. And it was my last day in Rome, actually. And I remember when I was finished confessing, I realized there was nobody in there. Nobody had been there. God was, like, so sweet. It was just kind of one of those sweet things that God does, right? You mean right? nobody was in the opposite side of the confessional booth. So Correct. So you... Wow. <laughs> and I feel like that's just like God. Like, he just wants us to come to him with the worst, you know? What with, do you need with that other person? I'm right here. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was so sweet of him to, to be that way with me. So, um, you know, after college, I moved to Northern Virginia. And uh, I had interned for the Smithsonian when I was in college. So when I came back from Europe, I took a job uh, down here in D.C., with and, the Smithsonian? Uh, not with the Smithsonian. Okay. So before I left for Europe, uh, Abercrombie had offered me a job mm. in Tyson's Corner. And so because I had moved home, I was home for about two weeks when I was like, <laughs> I, I need to go somewhere. <laughs> need to get out. Yes. So uh, so I took the first job that was offered to me. And 
that worked crazy hours for no money whatsoever, but it was, it was good times. And um, my old boss actually there had um, invited me to come work in real estate mm-hmm. after that. So I was only with Abercrombie a short while before I became a manager for Toll Brothers mm-hmm. and then and Centex. And I had a real estate agent who would come into my office and we'd play golf together and she would always share her faith with me. Mm-hmm. And so Miss Linda Bradley was the... Um, such a major impact in my life you know it's amazing how having a disciple yes absolutely Mm. without knowing it i was on the golf course just having a good time that's actually the best kind of discipleship (laughs) you don't even know it's going on right exactly (laughs) she was like that and i remember one time we had this conversation and she told me that she believed there would be murderers in heaven and i found that just foreign like you're telling me that somebody who has murdered somebody could be in heaven and she said well that's god's grace and if they have accepted christ as their savior god's grace covers over all their sin that's the whole point and reason why jesus died on a cross for our sins and I thought it was so interesting because I had stared at that cross many times in my life walking <laughs> into church. And you did not see murder on there. I never put that connection yeah. together. I mean, really, truly, that was, it just, and I didn't quite get it then. It just really intrigued me. I think I was more like, huh? What? What? <laughs> what? So, You're kidding, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really make sense to me. But... I don't know about that thief on the cross either. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> didn't you hear? You're supposed to be good to go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. So... So she invited me to Bible study fellowship and reluctantly I went and I I can still remember sitting there on my very first day of Bible study fellowship because I was kind of annoyed to be there. I remember I was wearing Uggs because I remember looking down at them thinking, what am I doing here? You know, kind of bitter like that. You know, like, why did I get roped into this? And of course, years later, you know, you kind of laugh at that. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Praise God. Yes. So, um... So I continued to go to Bible Study Fellowship, and and one day I was driving out, and I was in the Bristow area, and a Christian radio station was on in my car, which, of course, I have no idea how that was on in my car, but um, somehow somebody had put it on, and there was a little girl asking Jesus into her heart. And so I remember praying the prayer. I just repeated the words that they said on the Christian radio station. Lord, come into my heart. Help me to know you more. And so, um, you know, nothing really happened after that. (laughs) It's kind of like expecting, like, you know. Thunder and lightning and a rainbow. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, I just remember as uh, I continued to go to Bible study fellowship and just learn more about God. And I used to, you know, I kind of just wanted to know, like, if you had Jesus in your life, what was that like? You know, what was that Mm. like? It just so really set me on this search to kind of know who he was. And um, it was on my 31st birthday. You know, my my daughter just turned 11 this year, and she's born on April 11th, so she calls that the golden birthday. I just learned about that. I did not know what a golden birthday was. Now you know. And she posed the question, Mom, what were you doing on your golden birthday? And I mm-hmm. actually remember what I was doing on my golden birthday because May 31st is my birthday. And on my 31st birthday, I was alone in my place, completely alone, Tears, crying out to the Lord oh. in a really, really bad place. And so... <laughs> I, I, I'd like to just pause just a moment. Did you tell her about what you did on your golden birthday? I did. I did. I share a lot with her. <laughs> I hope she doesn't make some of the Good same mom. mistakes Good that mom. I have made. So, um, so I like to share that stuff with her. And she asked those questions, so I feel like I need to be honest. I don't know if I'll always be here for her, so That's I want to make sure while I'm alive... Plus, in her God story, God is 
is making those questions in her mind. Mm-hmm. Ask mom this, ask mom that. And as parents, you know, we're discipling our children. Mm-hmm. So as God led us, walked with us, even through the hard places, that's what we do with them. Well, that's so cool because on her golden birthday, she wanted to be baptized. So that is what we did on her golden birthday. And uh, yeah, so it was really cool because um, I got baptized on her golden birthday as well. And so we got baptized baptized together together. Uh with my husband and my son. Yes. Amazing story. And that's something you guys get to keep as a, as not just for her golden birthday, but as a family memento. I mean, that's your family's God story. Yeah, it was very cool. My youngest, who was five, who wanted to be baptized, didn't get baptized. And she was a little bitter about it. So Excuse me. <laughs> didn't realize how much she wanted to be baptized. But... <laughs> so, so that's... yeah, it's, uh, it's been uh, interesting. You know, when I look back and I think of a scripture that would just kind of... Um, signify it it's psalm 40 verse 1 through 3 Mm. where you know he pulls me out of a pit of despair he sets my feet on solid ground gives me a new song to sing a hymn of praise to our god and so i just look at my life before and how i just longed so much to just be loved you know and and nothing would fill that void you know just buying all everything inside, you know, every way you try to like fill that void. And God is the only one that fills that void. So it's it's pretty amazing now looking back to just really see that you can see life before you really knew Christ as a personal savior and had that daily relationship with him and walked with him and opened the Bible up to see all these beautiful promises that he has for us, which, you know, I I never knew of any of that when I was young. So it's 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 really just such a gift to and have that. Each story, each God story, how we come to know Christ more and more, they're all different. We all came from different places, different spaces, came to religion differently. But even uh, something similar, I started out in Catholic church. I didn't stay there long, but I started as a young girl in Catholic church. And somehow a lot of us in whatever space we are familiar with have some familiarity with what we call god good bad or indifferent Mm -hmm. but when god actually starts to pursue you and chase after you you went to rome (laughs) to find god okay (laughs) god is actually here in the united states too michelle okay but you went to rome rome and what I think a a sweet imprint of God is that he met you in the place you were most familiar with. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, you have to come to Jerusalem to find me. He met you in your familiar place. It was fine that you went to Rome. It was fine that you went to a Catholic church because God is there wherever you are. And so to be able to look back on sort of the sweetness of the pursuit of our beloved, as we can call him, chasing his bride and saying, I'm here for you and I'm here with you. I love your Rome story. <laughs> your Rome story. It is so true. It's that scripture. If you seek me with all yeah, your heart, you, you can will find, you me. find me. And it's, yeah, that's just so true. Okay, I'm looking for a sweet, sweet story. How did you and your husband meet? Tell us about your family. Oh, how did we meet? Well, that was that was Rocky Roads. I don't know if that was a sweet, sweet story. Okay. But that's how God redeems all things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did meet my husband before 31. So. Okay. 
Uh, Did you meet him in college? No, no. no. We, um, I met him down here in Virginia. Okay. So uh, we had mutual friends introduce us. And so at that point, I was always looking for, I was a grass, grass is greener type girl. And if it wasn't perfect, then, you know. We need to go find it. Then we it. need to go find it, right? Because perfect is out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to find it or buy it or both. <laughs> yes. And then I learned that uh, mm. he, he helped me learn about forgiveness, actually, and really taught me that, you know, what that is like. And he forgave me for things. And really, it just um, kind of showed me that, you know, all things can be redeemed. Like okay. nothing is impossible for God. And so. I'm into that. Yeah. And, and the way God redeems things, too, he makes them infinitely more beautiful than we could ask, think, or imagine. We imagine. both look back and go, Wow. Wow, it's just amazing. We God, did what that. You, <laughs> what you now can do, here. Lord. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's such. good. That's sweet. I thank you for that for sharing that. Um, your God story, how you came to know Christ um, infinitely more and more. And um, did you start out in Bristow? Because if I have my geography right, Bristow is a fair ways away from here we still call it northern virginia there are northern virginia cousins you know <laughs> <laughs> no no when i first moved to the area i lived in herndon i lived all over i lived in reston wow. i lived in ashburn yes everywhere but um because i was in real estate i was always on the road driving so it was mm. just one of those days i was out driving in bristol <laughs> <laughs> okay so how did you find bcc was it your mentor? Uh, you know, when I was in Bible study fellowship, okay. there was a woman who invited me to the fall festival. Mm. And because I had a small child, Lucky. she invited yes. me. And uh, I wasn't able to make it, but I decided to sign up for a Bible study that she also invited me to. And so I was in that Bible study with a group of, of women. Michelle Bowden, who I met, okay. the former women's ministry director, was in that class. Susan Ashton, yes. she was in that class. Um, and they were just incredible women of God. I felt like I would walk into this church and I didn't really know anybody, mm. but I look back now and I'm like, it was, it was God's light in their lives that just radiated because I was drawn to them. And I just felt like I love these women, even wow. though I don't know okay. them, yes. I just love them. <laughs> yes. That's the atmosphere that we had. Yes. Okay. Women's ministry. We love you. Mm-hmm. We love God. We love you. Yeah. It's, it's not typical of women that you meet. It's uh, women who really want to walk by you, pray for you. Just, it's beautiful. It really is. And know? I have to say, it's not really typical of a lot of churches from what I understand. I have a fair amount of uh, churching in my history. So uh, I grew up in this area, so I've been a member of a fair amount of churches in this area. And this women's ministry, I must say, um, is typical of and 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 let me go further than that i think bcc is typical of loving thy neighbor loving each other making you feel warm and welcome even though you're you know broken inside here you're welcomed by them and they actually show you god's love you're accepted you you're they actually pursue you to join in <laughs> they would chase you down in the parking lot come on and join us okay <laughs> so i i i'm assuming that you uh joined breakaway at I the did. time yeah yes Which tuesday the, morning bible study tuesday yes. morning bible study breakaway let's not forget the women on wednesdays the women of the word <laughs> 7 p.m on wednesdays just a little plug for my ladies okay um 
<laughs> so you joined Breakaway and you loved it. I'm assuming you kept coming back. I did. I did. And I used to be a church hopper. So uh, I used to go to many different <laughs> churches. But one Sunday I decided I would come and um, my husband never really went to church. And so I invited him to come with me and he had, you know, church hopped with mm-hmm. me. And when we were leaving, he said, well, aren't you going to ask me what I think? I remember thinking, like, no, no, I don't really want to ask you what I think. I really no, like sir. it here. No, sir, I'm thinking about lunch. I don't know what you want to, no, no, because you're going to say something. And I, I, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just, he was like, I loved it. I wow. loved it. And and it was amazing. And he set a, an appointment to meet with the pastor and wanted to know more about the Trinity and understand that right away. And it was just you know, it was just such a piece of being here, really. Like, we God. had found our home. God. Mm-hmm. God showed you your home. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And it happened so quickly for him. And you had been coming. How long had you been coming to Bible study before he came to church? Was it right or right? Right away. No. Oh, she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a memory question. <laughs> hmm, I don't remember. Um, it, was, it didn't seem like it was long. Uh do you think he saw the change in you? How much you loved it? Oh, that he decided abs- to come. Absolutely. I mean, I think if my if you asked my husband, he would reflect <laughs> and be like, "That's only God." <laughs> For sure. That's good because I, I I myself have a, a a women's Bible study story, and that's pretty much how I um, connect with God the most is through Bible study. I wasn't teaching it at the time as I am now, but um, I came to BCC Broken and Bible study is what, Bible study and children's ministry, because I had a little one at the time too. And so she was captivated by children's ministry. And I think every area of BCC is so well honed into each level of ministry, each level of, in each season of each person, um, from the tiny little kids all the way up to, um, the adults we call ourselves adults. That's adults. so true. Free uh, shout out for the free childcare that we offer during shout our Bible out. Studies, Yes, amen. Huge. And free coffee. I mean, you can show up and drop the two off your together. Kids. Yes, that's a marriage Priceless. right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember in those early days because I have three kids, so I think I was on to child number two, and mm. I was in the back of the Daniel study where it was a time in my life where I couldn't even finish the study and come to class but I would just stand in the back bouncing a little one to keep them quiet (laughs) and it was exactly what I needed to hear during that time it was a Daniel study and God was just showing me that it was through the fire that Mm. he was refining and it was a season shortly after that where there would be you know that season of walkthrough where I had to be like uh he's refining me I'm just gonna (laughs) have the perspective that he's refining me right now and this is painful I'm getting better not pretty and um but He's refined. Come out as good as gold. Mm-hmm. And that that's so indicative of how God works that, again, wherever you are, you're a busy mom, two little ones, you're in the back of a class, bouncing your knee. You don't have time to crack open the Bible and do, you know, a word search on everything, but he still speaks to your heart. He, he meets still, you where and, you are, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> wherever that is. Well, let's kick started because uh, we know who you are now. How'd you get here? So, um, well, it's kind of funny. So I had a real estate team with my husband and I used to just be here a lot. So I was always here on Sundays (laughs) for church. I was here on Tuesday mornings for Bible studies and I used to get to sing on the worship team for Breakaway too. So I'd be here on Thursdays oftentimes. And 
it was one of those days I was driving home and I was at a red light and I had picked up my phone and there was some job description for something they were hiring for here at the church. And I remember the thought went through my mind, too bad they're not hiring for the women's ministry director. Mm. And I thought that was very bizarre because I knew the person who was the women's ministry director. She was one of my friends. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I just like dismissed that so quickly. It was odd that that thought had even gone through my mind. And then um, I was at work in my office I always wanted to help moms, so I had a heart for moms because I lost my mom when my youngest was 18 months, and so I always had all those questions I wanted answered, and I wished I knew like a a godly woman to ask, and so I just felt like I had this um, passion to want to do stuff for moms, and I'd always see people's cries for help on Facebook, that they were lonely and didn't have any friends, so since I had an office in Fairfax, I thought I'd offer this place as a place where moms could come and meet. And it seemed like a good idea, and I set up like three opportunities at once, but one of those was like December 2nd, and I hadn't thought about that was between like, you know, Thanksgiving and going into really cold weather. And so I was at my office late on a Monday night waiting for these women to show up, and I was working on, I used to make a calendar for my mother-in-law with scripture of my kids, you know, on my kids' pictures that I would give her. And so I was searching my Bible just like, let me find some scriptures I could throw on some some photos. (laughs) I'm at the beginning. I'm at like in Joshua. And all the scriptures I'm reading that night don't really fit for the photo. But it's about like leading and it's about like, I will be with you. God, what are you trying to say? (laughs) I'm trying to do a calendar here. I'm just, just going through there. Well, the following morning, I walk into Breakaway and Michelle Bowden announces that she's leaving. And I'm sitting there holding my chair on either side, like looking around, like, did anybody else just hear that? Like, did, did that just happen? Because it's just so, wow. Okay. And then, you know, immediately I'm like, I must know somebody, right? Like, certainly I just know somebody I'm supposed to tell. I know a lot of women. I've done Bible studies for years now. And, uh, you know, certainly there's somebody. And I remember Elisa sitting next to me going, you know, this church is so big, you'd think they'd have somebody from here that could take that role. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> interesting. God, please, please, please. <laughs> You're inundating me. I'm trying to think of a woman's name here. Yes. So, so then I'm thinking, all right. Lord, if you really want me to do this, like you're going to have to prepare my husband's heart because he's going to think I'm crazy that we have this team and I'm going to say, hey, I think I should take this job at the church. So taking the job would actually mean leaving your real estate business? Correct, yes. Because, I mean, it's a full-time job and so is real estate. And so, so I prepare to tell my husband this. And when I tell him, he says, I could see that. That's it. That's all. And if you know my husband, that is not normally just the answer of, I could see that. I'm like, huh. Okay. That's, you know. That's some quick preparation. (laughs) (laughs) So as I'm driving around and running places, all these thoughts are coming to mind of things I've done in my life that probably would fit that job description, right? And just, I mean, even back... You know, after having kids and going back into real estate, it became a ministry. Like when I would be with people in real estate, I'd find I was praying with people that walked into open houses. I would pray with my clients. I felt like God had me there to show me that his people were hurting. Like that line in that song, break my heart for what breaks yours. It was just every home that you would walk into had something where people were hurting and I just needed to be praying with them. And um, I really felt like that's why God had put me in their lives. So it was really kind of this preparation time of... Um, just seeing that and 
And just realizing the funny part was that breakaway class where Michelle Bowden announced she was leaving, the rest of it was on obedience. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> of course. Of course. So now I'm feeling like, all right, Lord, if this is something you want me to do. I need to be obedient. I will email Pastor Marty and I will just say, you know, um, you know, maybe I'm here if you need somebody in the meantime, right? <laughs> I'll be interim. I'll be interim. Oh, yes. If you need some help, I could probably fill in for a little while. Lord, I'm going to (laughs) halfway obey. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So it was like five-something in the morning. I had been doing a Bible study, and I decide, all right, I'm just going to email him. I'll say, I know it's the holiday season. Maybe after the holidays, we could get together, and I could talk to you about the women's ministry. So that was the extent of my email that I sent. And, of course, Pastor Marty responds right away. I'm free on Monday. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you're free on Monday. So um, I remember before I, I met with him and my husband was kind of like, you know, he knew I was going to this meeting and I just, he was kind of all of a sudden sharing all this stuff with me, which was making me nervous, you know? And so before I walked in the meeting, I decided to open my Bible and I just randomly opened it. And of course there was that verse of my future is in your hands, mm. you know, and it was so convicting that Lord, okay, you know, I've walked with you long enough to know my future's in your hands and I don't want to be anywhere that you don't want me. And I, and I want to go where you want me to go. So, um, yeah, it just, it's kind of funny cause yeah, it was just, uh, it was very evident to me in many, many different little details along that time frame that, uh, I think even Frozen 2 was out that time. <laughs> And the Let song Into the Unknown was, was playing, and I had to take my five-year-old to see that about four times in the theater before everything shut down for COVID. And so as I would listen to that song, it was just kind of funny, like, Into the Unknown, here we go, Lord, okay. So when we say God is everywhere, he's even in Frozen. He's, he, he's that's, in the theater, He can use to anything you. to speak he to you. Use, and I tell people, if he can use a donkey to talk, he can use anything and so frozen is really not out of the realm of possibilities here okay yes right he was getting my attention (laughs) he was getting your attention well we are definitely uh the beneficiary of god's work in your life you're here we know you love the women you have a heart for the women and your mind is just overflowing with events and activities and different ways we can engage and might i just say in case those of you listening um, were not aware, Michelle started in 2020. I did. I did. I, I knew I was going to be coming on board in January, and I had to finish up with my clients, so they gave me, um, they gave me time. And so I, I literally started the day before the church shut down in March. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Michelle. Which was actually a gift, I feel like, because there weren't any expectations, right? (laughs) I mean, we're in COVID. We're in a pandemic. And now it's just, you know, just relying on God to show up. So So was it a struggle to begin during COVID season? Um, Because I think that's when I first met you. And, well, that's a whole different story for a different day, but... Well, it's kind of funny because years, uh, a few years prior, I remember I was driving back from a beach trip and... um, back when I wanted to do stuff to encourage moms and I would share stuff on faith on Facebook with my mom friends and um, I remember feeling like God you've had me doing this for a while do you really want me doing this and I had this picture that when my new phone arrived I should just do Facebook live rather than trying to film stuff and edit it and like okay God all right I'll do that when my phone arrives so when my that summer I had read the book of Esther of course 
for such a time as this. And, <laughs> and when my phone arrives and my husband's handing it to me, I'm wanting to tell him about this conversation I had with God on the trip back from the beach. And my computer's open and it's open and it's 5.31 p.m., which I'm born on May 31st, 5.31 but then it's charged to 78% and I'm born in 1978. So I'm literally holding this phone, looking at this going, oh, I really guess I have to really do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really kind of told God I would and, and I don't even know who's going to watch it, but I feel like I need to just take this step of faith. And, and I thought it was so interesting because I had learned how to do Facebook Live. And when I walked in and everything shut down and we could do Facebook Live and it was a way to connect with the women and God used that for us to just have time and fellowship together. And so, you know, he's always using little things in our lives that we don't see at the time, but, you know, it's it's just trusting that he will use them for our good and his glory. And I like that you said that. It's us trusting because it sounds like obviously he led you all along the way and you accept this new position. You don't exactly know what you're going to do in it or quite the expectations, and he says, don't worry, I have that. I'm gonna give you some time for you to prepare, but in the meantime, you already have the, I've already equipped you with what you need for this position at this time. Yeah, absolutely. God was always using imperfect people, so it's just a way for him to shine brighter when uh, you're like, that's all God. And and I think the ministry has grown in width and breadth. And by that, I mean, of course, um, we all had to learn new things during the COVID and how to connect anew, um, how to keep engaged anew. But I believe through that learning process, we've all learned how to be basic again, as well as increasing our technological knowledge because people were writing each other, Um, You were doing the Christmas tree for those who had losses and writing cards to the bereaved in the military. And there was just a lot of things going on. And personally, I want to say I absolutely adore uh, Wednesday women's Bible study. But 2020 shut everything down. And so if memory serves, we weren't quite sure what was going to happen. But God gave me a sweet kiss because we got to sit outside in the most beautiful, rain-free fall weather around a fire pit for weeks at a time. And not once did God allow it to rain on us. The women sat outside and might I just say, women got the roast marshmallows. Okay. <laughs> we got to have s'mores. <laughs> Seems like ages ago, actually, already. <laughs> okay. And so it was, a, it was a beautiful way that God showed us you don't always have to do things the same way, but you can still fellowship, come together. I can still be in your midst, even if we can't go outside, go inside right now. So we... Speaking on behalf of the women, I'm taking a leap here, but we really appreciate you and Christine and all the others just keeping women at the forefront of this church, um, keeping our needs, keeping our best interests, having us walk in Burke Lake Park, even when we don't want to because it's <laughs> a lot of miles, okay? Um, but And keeping the moms in mind, the moms of the very little ones all the way up to the moms of the adult children. 
we need that fellowship. We need that engagement. And all people need it. We're humans. Um, but God is a God of unity and family and togetherness. And you've done an outstanding job. Well, that, um, that, is, that is all God. I feel like women. I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's half the battle. You did the hard work, which was being obedient, like you said, and being willing. You didn't well, know in December women, what you were walking into in March. So <laughs> True. And it's the women at this church. I mean, people volunteer in so many behind-the-scenes positions that are never seen but are so needed. And it really just, um, it's amazing how God has just gifted the women with such gifts and talents for such a time as this. And He indeed has. Using it in the nation's capital, which is such a gift. The center of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle, for sharing your time and your talents with BCC and sharing your time today and your story, your heart with the women you serve. Well, I hope it will encourage the women to share their stories because we all need to be encouraged, right? We just need to hear what God is doing in other people's Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. Tell us, tell the women how they can contact you and the ministry if they want, if they're interested in sharing their stories on the Kitchen Conversations podcast. Yeah, simply email women at burkecommunity.com and we would love to have you as a guest. Absolutely. Thank you so much again. Thank you, Tanya.